Hello, everyone. Welcome to Weekly Insider number 143. Today is Monday, July 11th, 2022, and we are live on Discord and YouTube. Thank you so much for joining us, and please be aware that this call is being recorded and will be available for you to check out later on our Horizon podcast. Also, please remember to send us questions to the team on our mentee link above in chat, and we will also provide it in chat on YouTube as well. So today we're going to go ahead and kick off the update with our engineering department. Welcome, Alberto. Hi. Hello, everybody. And as usual, uh, let's start with uh, Zendu. So as we mentioned last time, we finished all the design activities for managing those sidechains whose use case don't require the seizing functionality and including a very detailed analysis of the specific changes to be applied. Uh, therefore, we were able to start the development of the activities, and in particular, we started with the update of the fork manager uh, that is required for enabling uh, new, these new kind of sidechains. And this development uh, is com completed, and the pull request introducing such changes has already been opened and already reviewed. Then the next, next task we started consists in working on changes that are required by the block and the mempool validations, and the development is currently ongoing. And in parallel with all of these, uh, we are already planning the next code audit activities for the changes that uh, we are applying. Okay, something else uh, always related to the new that is worth to mention is that while working on the changes that uh, we mentioned before, we found an area of improvement in the code that stops the minor threads when closing Zendi. And basically, the application was not waiting for the termination of these threads, and that could lead to sporadic crashes uh, during the shutdown phase. It was occurring rarely uh, when using the default mining solver, but almost every time when using the optimized Tromp solver. Anyway, we fixed it now. No crashes uh, uh, happening anymore, and also the shutdown time has uh, been reduced. And so a pull request uh, has been opened, and it's now under the first level of review. Okay, that was all for Zendu. Now, now let's switch to the SDK, and in particular for Blaze where during the last week we were able to finalize many developments and include them in a new release of Blaze that is named 040. And among the various things, apart from the things already mentioned during the past Weekly Insider, we also included, I mean, some general improvements for the API, uh, some improvements for the mempool, and we also uh, introduced optional C session withdrawal handling and in the SDK, and specifically uh, useful for testing purposes and some announcements to the login system. Obviously, the full list of features and changes is available in the changelog file on GitHub. Okay, apart from these, uh, in parallel, we went on uh, with other uh, things, included the Waller scan logic, where the design has been just finalized. And uh, uh, the two last points uh, that are concerning Blaze are, uh, let me say, that we introduced some improvements for the bootstrapping tool by removing uh, the private keys info and the seed from the sidechain creation procedure. So when you bootstrap, you just need the public keys. And we fixed an issue on fee payments not accounted while computing the C session withdrawal info that the epoch of creation. That 
was all for place and uh, uh, for what regards the EVM sidechain uh, we were able to achieve a lot of progress in several areas and just to name a few of them uh, the EVM execution processor was completed and this is one of the most important parts um, and most of the RPC server wallet related endpoints were implemented as well and the Ethereum friendly Merkle 3 implementation was completed and is currently under review we worked also on the account block uh, sidechain transaction Merkle tree root calculation and that also was implemented and the transfer of Zen between EOA and, uh, was successfully uh, verified. And the last point regarding the EVM uh, is the account state uh, transaction apply flow that was finalized. So great progress also on the EVM sidechain project. And finally, on the proving system side, during the last couple of weeks, we went on with the analysis uh, on the Plonkish arithmetization and there, uh, also carrying on several engineering sessions and internal presentations, and we are deeply analyzing the VM memory management alternatives. This is obviously part of the ZK EVM implementation strategy. So, I mean, that's another, let me say, very important uh, point for us. Okay, uh, these were the main points for today. Back to you. Thank you. Thank you, Alberto. And now I'd like to welcome Vano for BDN operations updates. Thank you, Ericon. Happy Monday. So one of our point of sale provider, Now Payments, recently added direct fiat of ramping solutions for their merchants and for some of their portfolio of cryptocurrencies as well, including Zen. This means that uh, if a merchant, for example, is using new payments and wants to accept Zen, they can do so now while also having a peace of mind of being able to exchange and transfer fiat to their banking account whenever they would like to do so. Obviously, this feature improves usability of the platform a lot and we congratulate now payments as well as thank them for supporting Zen in this early stage of rollout for this new feature. Also, as mentioned before, we are looking forward to improve our coverage of mining pools. And even though I cannot spill any beans today, there are some quite positive movements and I will keep you posted on this. That's all from me. Back to you, Erika. I'm so sorry there's no beans from Vano today. Um, but let's go ahead and welcome Victor for product and engineering updates. Thanks, Erika. Uh, for today, we have uh, uh, some updates around uh, token mint uh, development uh, of the, um, let's say, backend part, uh, the sidechain itself. We are uh, currently uh, evolving uh, what we envisioned uh, with the initial tech spec, uh, implementing uh, a sell order for uh, NFT for when uh, NFT support will be available. And uh, for the EVM sidechain, uh, we started uh, uh, testing it uh, with MetaMask internally, of course. And we tomorrow will have an internal demo showing uh, to our colleagues. Uh, and uh, let's say as a, a spoiler on uh, what they will uh, have to work on, um, because uh, we will start uh, uh, letting them see what uh, is being available already 
for testing. So um, the EVM sidechain can connect with MetaMask. We have been working hard uh, to make it work because of the uh, lack of uh, complete documentation around it. But uh, eventually, even with a bit of reverse engineering, we made we made it working. We also managed uh, in deploying uh, some contracts using the Remix IDE that is available for Ethereum. Um, pretty much this one and also for having uh, metamask um, uh, working we had the requirement of uh, building uh, uh, the so-called chain id that is uh, asked uh, both by uh, let's say that this uh, more or less the first call that uh, the tools uh, does uh, uh, to the to the main uh, to the blockchain uh, we have made some improvements also on the monitoring system we are developing uh, for the sidechains we have uh, recently uh, deployed uh, the environment to start testing it and so uh, we started looking at the um, uh, a piece called the exporter of information uh, that is providing information from the from a generic sidechain to uh, UI that is monitoring uh, the virtual machine resources as well. That's all from me. Uh, I pass it over to Angie. All right. Thank you, Victor. And yeah, just to add a little bit more information about Token Mint, as uh, Victor was saying, there's a lot of backend work that's going to be added to our Token Mint chain, um, but also some pretty exciting updates uh, coming from last week. Um, it was pretty uh, much focused on the mainnet environment test of all of our stack. And as you uh, know, this includes Cobalt, the Explorer generator, and the token main chain as well. So uh, we want to make sure everything is tested there. Um, also, the team completed the user guide of Token Mint. It's a very thorough document, uh, 50 pages of how to use the platform, how to use Cobalt, uh, because we want to make sure that users have a smooth experience and more upcoming versions of our user guide are also going to be released soon. Um, we also perform tests on Sphere uh, because we need the Sphere to be able to support uh, as well um, a token mint, um, for the token mint uh, release as well. Um, we also address some Cobalt uh, bug fixes that were found during the test um, a test sessions that I was mentioning and some other versions deployed of Cobalt as well. So um, as you can see there in the slide provided in the image, uh, the mainnet release is upcoming and it's coming really, really soon. Um, all right, what else? We continue as well on the tool side, the NFT implementations um, functionality for Cobalt Explorer uh, and other uh, features as well. So really, really exciting times and just stay, stay tuned for more exciting upcoming news. Uh, all right, back to you, Erika. Thank you. Thank you, Angie. Uh, now I'd like to welcome Lucy for the marketing updates. Thank you, Erica. Uh, thank you, Angie. Very, very excited for the token and mainnet launch. Um, last week, we deployed the last round of tests and the airdrop. So now as we are moving to mainnet, many people have been asking what will happen to the test any. So we have some really exciting news for the test any holders. Um, there will be a new token launched on the token mainnet. And uh, um, this is uh, uh, something our a community has been asking about too. So the new token is a meme token called Punks, Punks with a Z. Uh, and uh, all the T's and holders as of July 5th 
will get a one-on-one airdrop of punks. Uh, the punks Twitter and the website will release a detailed airdrop schedule. So um, now you can follow their Twitter uh, at punks underscore token. So in addition to uh, uh, the um, TZNE holders, the TCake holders will also get an airdrop of punks. Uh, we gave out tea cake to people who came to our fifth anniversary virtual party, if you remember. Uh, but if you missed that one, make sure that you will come to our future events, including weekly insiders, uh, because we often do giveaways and airdrops for our guests and uh, uh, listeners. So speaking of future events, we have Zenkong Zero coming soon. It is the first ever Horizon Ecosystem Summit uh, hosted by Horizon Labs. So this will also um, be the first time our entire teams of uh, uh, Horizon and Horizon Labs getting together in person. So for a mostly remote team, this is very exciting. And uh, uh, Zenkang Zero will be uh, hosted in Milan, and that's where our European hub is. Uh, so we are also inviting all of our uh, all our ecosystem participants, including partners, advisors. Uh, investors and Zenvangelists and you know all the uh, active uh, uh, community members to come to Milan this September to join us. So this is our uh, this is our first uh, ZenCon. Uh, it's an uh, invitation only event, and the space is very limited. So if you are interested in attending, speaking, or sponsoring, you will need to submit an application. And uh, July fifteenth uh, is the last day to apply. So make sure that you apply soon. So you can apply through the Zenkong website. Uh, that's uh, zenkong.events. So yeah, I hope you. Uh, I hope. Uh, I hope to see you in Milan this September. That's it from me. Back to you, uh, Erica. Thank you, Lucy, and I also hope to see everybody in Milan this year. Uh, so now I'd like to welcome Rob for the leadership updates and Q and A session. Well, thank you, Erica. Um, I feel like, guys, we should be in bull market uh, depressed mode right now. But instead, this weekly insider is just ridiculously exciting. Um, talking about ZenCon, talking about product deliveries, talking about engineering improvements. I, I mean, really, this has been, uh, things are moving fast for Horizon. And I'm really happy that we have these types of weekly activities or weekly reports for you guys, just so we can give everyone an insight what's going on. Um, I'll, I'll tell you what we do on the back end here of, of our organization. <coughs> one one uh, administrative thing that always gets me or has been getting me recently is we do weekly activity reports. And um, this most recent one really just kind of blew me away. Um, I, I kind of you know submitted my inputs to them uh, over the last couple of weeks uh, with some help. Uh, hint, hint. But uh, this last week in particular, I just went through in detail and it really was um, pleasantly shocked by the amount of work that's ongoing here. So again, I, I know I, I stress this, or I say this quite a bit on some of these calls about how our organization is just getting much better and how our capacity to do things has improved significantly. Um, but really, I, I, I can't emphasize this enough. It's true. And you're going to see a lot more of this over the second half of the year as these deliveries just get moving and there's momentum around them. <laughs> so this week, guys, Token Mint, our first sidechain. So really, this is like the the, the week of Token Mint. Uh, that's the, the biggest thing that we can highlight and the most important thing that's going right now. Our first sidechain in production on top of or using Zendu. Um, so for us, again, huge deal. And I've said this cheesy comment before about how, you know, it's one small step for 
you know, uh, crypto, one giant leap for Horizon. It's true. You know, the fact that now we have a working sidechain at Horizon that is now minting token or gives us the capability to have tokens, digital assets, and Horizon beyond Zen is a really big deal. Now, it's just going to snowball as we gain momentum around this and expect throughout the rest of the year, there will be a series of other deliveries on Token Mint and the different products that make up that platform, including Cobalt, <coughs> adding NFTs and adding different functionality to make things just even easier. You can see the angle that we're going for, that market niche that we really want with this particular platform is just ease of use. So usability, we want people who are new to crypto, people that just want a simple user experience to come here and be blown away relative to other platforms that are out there. Um, so far, what I'm seeing with um, Token Mint and the tools and Cobalt that are part of it, uh, it's really you know just getting me excited. So that will be the big thing. You know, pay attention to it. You know, when that gets released this week, I'm not going to give specific uh, release timing because I want you guys to pay attention. Uh, but this is a big deal. We can finally do uh, tokens in Horizon. So it's not just about Zen anymore. Now we actually do have a platform, uh, and it's just the start. So some other big takeaways from you guys, like on, on the the engineering side, we have a lot going on, and Alberto did a fantastic job just walking us through the really you know, big ticket items. Um, but one thing that jumped out at me when I was going through it is um, going through the updates is the fact that we are also now starting to make use of our own Zenip process. And this is something that, you know, I, I know it's like that dorky or wonkish kind of uh, governance thing that uh, now we're finally maturing as an ecosystem and going through just this governance process of uh, publishing what we're going to be doing and getting community comments and feedback on it. So there's going to be a Zen app that um, Paolo T put together, and we're going to be releasing in the very near future, I believe, next week. Uh, stay tuned for that one. And I want to see some comments, guys. I want to see you guys engaged. I want to get uh, feedback from the community. I want to see what you guys think about the improvements that we're doing in, on uh, our protocol. So, you know, on the, the big EVM topic, so the next big delivery for us uh, going beyond Token Mint, um, the importance, obviously, is huge for the ecosystem in terms of getting this ecosystem, getting smart contracting. Um, and, you know, from, from my perspective, um, I'm just really proud of the team for the way that they pulled together and accelerated just intensely this particular project to integrate an Ethereum virtual machine into a Horizon sidechain, which, by the way, required refactoring our SDK. We did not build the SDK originally to support you know, Ethereum protocol. Um, so... A lot of work went into this, and now we're at the, the final stage of Milestone 1 development, and then we should be expecting testnet release soon. So you heard that we're going to have a demo of it internally this week. So that in itself tells you guys a lot, is the fact that this is at least Milestone 1 basically done. Um, so pay attention to testnet, which is a really big deal. Now, on the, the, the rest of the organization side supporting this, we really do need to get all of our heads in the Horizon game here and just accelerate this ecosystem development. So we're now reaching out to a lot of different partners that we want to come in and provide services or, you know, dApps or different protocols on our EVM to make it more useful. That's going to be the next big push that we do as an organization is to get other people that are already established in other, you know, uh, other EVM ecosystems like Ethereum and others and get them to come here and build with us so we can have the basic tools and, cap and capabilities that other EVMs have. Now, we don't want to build all these things ourselves, uh, although, you know, Horizon Labs will be building some of the, you know, first key infrastructure just to make sure they get done. Um, but we do want to now bring, it in, bring other developers in here and you know, get more momentum as an ecosystem. 
So what else? I wanted to to leave you guys with what else to expect for the rest of the year. And, and I keep repeating the same stuff. I, I do think it's important. Just again, expectations and making sure that everyone's aligned and understands exactly what's going on. Because that's the kind of transparency that I think we absolutely need. Uh, and it's not just about us dictating what we're going to do. We need inputs. We need feedback. There will be some big strategic decisions that have to be made in the in the near future, even. And Alberto mentioned one of the really big ones is getting our ZK strategy down You know, on the provable blockchain side. Um, this is going to be a really big deal. And we're going to have a bunch of different options. We're going to have to make some decisions. And even just you know, really every aspect of our, our system, from the main chain through our ZK strategy to other features we're going to be adding to Cobalt and Token Mint and what we're going to do on the EVM side, we need to get more collaboration inputs from the community. So anyway, let, let me just list through the big milestones that you can expect for the rest of this year. So expect multiple other deliveries on Token Mint. You know, NFTs is the big focus for me, you know, going from fungible to adding non-fungible token capability into the minting platform. Stay tuned for that. EVM and testnet soon. So we're talking, you know, basically within a month, call it. Um, and hopefully we beat that schedule to wow you guys. Uh, and then mainnet. So mainnet release for the EVM, again, really big deal for us to have some more contracting and a whole suite of things that people know and love and expect in, in Web3 and crypto in Horizon. And then sidechain to sidechain interoperability. Obviously, as soon as we have two blockchains or two sidechains within Horizon, we want them to be able to communicate with each other and transfer tokens. Um, that's also really high on our list. Uh, then choosing this minimal viable path for the pr- fully provable sidechain. Again, this is a really important com- component for our long-run competitiveness. And, and this is what I see for Horizon to make us different and special and, and important, like a reason to exist beyond you know like what we're doing now which is just adding minting capability huge really important adding an evm huge really important but nothing really new or innovative there yes we're going to try to do a better job on the usability side we're going to have an angle and cultivate our own brand for horizon but that long-term competitive edge is really going to be on on you know delivering important core technology that's differentiated from other ecosystems and this is going to be on the, the provability side. So getting sidechain technology where we're not relying on certain certifiers, but actually having cryptographic proofs of state transitions, of things that happen on these, these chains, this is that long-run you know, path to success for us. What we want to do, though, is we want to cultivate a short-term win that really just demonstrates the direction and just this image of what we envision for Horizon long-term, and then couple this with really a, a long-run grand slam. Right. So th- this is that strategy or you know major strategy conversation happening right now on the technology side i know we keep mentioning it for you guys but it's because it's important and we want to just share what's going on uh, obviously we're going to be sharing a lot more detail in the near future because decisions have to be made in the near future about which path we're taking and right now i can tell you we are talking to all of the major you know called proving system virtual machine uh players out there and we need to choose which one of these angles we want to go down and contribute into and then pull into like our own products here within horizon so anyway a lot going on i'll wrap it up with just a, the final call to action here the cta that lucy mentioned on zencon zero guys um this is a big deal yeah we're, we're in this you know, bear market a lot of terrible stuff is going on in crypto but we have some amazing stuff going on in horizon so in, in a way we're kind of blissfully or delusionally uh you know sheltered from the bear market going on right now but uh, I don't care. 
like what's going on in Horizon is just awesome. And this is a big inflection point for us as a project. So the timing for Zencon Zero just makes sense. It's awesome. And yes, it's going to cost a bit of money, but it's well worth it. This is the first time that we're going to bring, you know, key members of our community together, open it up to, you know, just really like heavy contributors. Um, obviously, it has to be kind of small and, you know, it's our first one. So bear with us as we get things right. But we have an awesome team planning it. And already, I, I think it's going to be a pretty awesome event. So for those listening, you probably care enough about Horizon where you might want to come to this event. It's in Milan, Italy, and hopefully we all get to see each other soon. All right, I'll stop there. We can open the Q&A. We have a few minutes. Very exciting stuff. Okay, so our top question for today is, when will Token Mint be released on Mainnet and what can we do with it? Are there any new features compared to Testnet? So let me, uh, you know, I, I don't want to spill Victor's beans here. So Victor, if you, you feel particularly bold today and you want to venture a specific release uh, time, you know, day and time, it's up to you. I'll, I'll pass to you and see what you want to input on that. Thanks, Rob. Uh, we can say this week. <laughs> okay, but uh, about the, the features that we have uh, uh, is exactly the same you can test in testnet now you didn't want to say it with day victor that's okay this week guys i definitely see uh pretty soon in chat from angie as well very exciting okay so on to question number two crypto bridges have become a security concern and a prime target for hackers how does Horizon ensure security and what else could be done to strengthen existing security in bridges? All right, th this is a big one. <laughs> let, me, let me first tackle with uh, more, more of the business end of what we're thinking because we're launching the EDM soon and we are going to have to deal with this. We, we will have to or say we want to for sure bridge into other ecosystems like Ethereum. Uh, we will be, have to deal with this challenge and, you know, I, as a... Uh, as an organization, we're now thinking through how we want to do it. I'll, I'll tell you my preference. My preference is other known, well-established, successful bridge players. And, not bridge players. It sounds like a card game. Bridges in crypto. Uh, we entice them to come and build in Horizon as well, to bridge from Ethereum to Horizon. This is the most important thing that we have to do at some point in the near future, you know, say as close to day one EVM launch as possible. We want to get an important bridge established with Ethereum. My preference is that someone else does it who has a lot of experience there. Now, what I can say is Horizon Labs is investigating and analyzing the bridge world to see what type of technology exists so we can better understand um, what type of bridge we want to focus on. And if we have to build it, you know, it's something that we're, we're considering. But like you said, it, it's one of these things that does come with a lot of risk because this seems to be where a lot of the security vulnerabilities lay in our industry right now. And I'd rather experience people who, or people who have experienced specifically um, releasing this type of technology into production, do it. Uh, that said, we actually have a much better longer term plan with provability. And here's where I'd, I'd like Alberto to come in and, and you know, fill in some of those thoughts. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Rob. Uh, yes. Uh, let's say that... Um, one of, uh, I mean, we're moving on with provability of the sidechains, and this has many advantages like the scalability itself of the whole ecosystem, uh, security, but also uh, provides a way for having uh, secure uh, bridges. Because if you think about it, 
um, also when uh, we are allowing the communication allowing the communication between the, the side chain and the main chain we are we are doing it in a secure way by using uh, uh, snarks and in particular uh, when we have uh, the full uh, history proven on the side chain side you would be able to provide a cryptographic proof of a statement regarding a specific blockchain and this is uh, let me say uh, is making the, the, the bridges uh, secure and not using any kind of uh, trusted party but let me say using or, or, or um, believing in the security of the cryptographic uh, primitives that you used for for proving the statements for example the transfer between uh, between two different uh, sidechains and the sidechain sidechain protocol is also uh, using that so yeah, and that's uh, uh, that's how we will uh, manage it when we will have the full um, history proven on the site. Awesome, thank you so much. Uh, so our third and final question for today is: What are the next steps for EVM sidechain for community participation? When can we test? Uh, that's a great question. So <laughs> I, I don't know if I want to punt again to Victor to, to you know venture a specific date on testnet launch, but I, we don't have one. <laughs> it's the reality. So I, I won't even bother punting there to, to make Victor uncomfortable. Um, the the reality is, is it'll be soon uh, because we're doing our demo internally this this week, and hopefully, like per Rosario's comments here in Discord. We can do a community demo next week. I think that's a bold uh, suggestion. I'd like to do that. And then from there, really, we need to actually launch a network or testnet. And as soon as we're on testnet, public testnet, we want everyone testing. We'll have test campaigns. We'll have different things that people can do on the marketing side to just get involved. And I, I want you guys to do exactly that. So it's a really big deal for us. And the more people we get you know, eyes on and, and testing and trying to break it, the better. Um, so roughly expecting about a month, uh, which is kind of crazy to say that I, I can't wait to say, you know, expect to like in a week. So we'll get there, um, but uh, bear with us and we'll, we'll uh, roll from you know, these demos to actual testnet launch. Awesome. Very exciting. And I'm sure that you'll end up seeing some HDE tasks and other other tasks to do as a community member as we come closer to EVM. Uh, but that is it for our weekly insider today, everybody. Thank you all so much for joining us. Uh, we will see you again next Monday for the latest Horizon updates. Have a great week, everyone.